Don't touch anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of the theme of the uh, quarantine, right? You're not supposed to touch anything. We are, we are here, and All this, right. is, this is working out, Fodderheads. Take two hundred yep. in the last couple yep. of weeks. Well worth it, though. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a yeah. good episode. I'm feeling it now. Yeah, it's gonna be good. We're talking about dreams and a favorite topic of sleep after not getting much sleep because of equipment failure yep. and a global pandemic shutting down everything. Yep. Um, but here we are, and I'm excited to talk about one of my favorite topics of all time, which is what happens when we fall asleep. Yes. So um, with that, I'm not going to – we're not going to – Dilly dally, we're gonna jump right into this. <laughs> Better not. Because... Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it done. Uh, all right. So I searched up the eleven most common symbols in dreams and what they mean. Okay. Uh, now this is uh, according to one person. Uh, one. I mean, there's there's hundreds, if not thousands, of dream so-called experts. Right. Uh, psychologists who feel like they know the secret behind our dreams. Uh, in in general, I think it's still a big mystery yep. what what exactly dreams are. But I also think that there's probably some truth to uh, to some of these meanings that they've come up with, and I find it really fascinating. So um, I couldn't really come up with a fair way of making a quiz out of this, but I just want to see how many themes you can name uh so uh of those 11 let's see how many you can name and then once you've named as many as you can um i will uh let you just kind of pick a number one through 11 and i'll tell you about some okay of this. so so you want me to come up with a few that i think are on that 11 exactly. okay yeah. um teeth teeth falling out Teeth falling out is not on here. No, really. Okay, zero for yep. one, I guess. Um, how about um, something about being naked in public or something? Nope. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay, not doing very well. How about um, partner cheating on you? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. You're using that. You're using that other podcast. Well, I've got, I've got some of them and I've got a little bit of, you know, just what, what you've gone through, you know, I mean, what, what's yeah. common or whatever. Um, really nothing. None of these, uh, fl- of those, flying, no. you know, I thought flying. Okay. Yes. Flying is, is number okay. three. Yep. Um, uh, Yep, I'm I'm running out eleven of them, and I didn't even get. I thought a couple of those would be on there. Some of these are obvious. You sh- you should well, even get these. Give me give me one that maybe is not quite so obvious, so I can maybe get in the the ballpark. Uh, think just think bad things. bad things. Well, like a nightmare type thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think like, a lot of half of these are okay, nightmarish. Okay. More than half of these are nightmares. Well, I, I wonder, um, like, how specific that is with with certain characters, like dinosaurs coming after you or something. 
<laughs> well, that could uh, that could fall into being chased, yep. and that is uh, that is one. Yep, being chased, running away, or being okay. chased. Uh, I, I, all of them are being chased. I'm like someone, some someone's yeah. got like a knife or whatever. I, I think think about what the worst thing you could dream about would be. Oh, I I don't know. I I'm okay. out of death. I, yeah, I'm out of luck. Death, death, death is on okay. the list. Car accidents is on the list. So here they are. Um, falling, going to school, flying, finding hidden rooms in a house, running away or being chased, death, car accidents, earthquakes, childhood homes, babies, and forms of transportation. Babies? What, what's that mean? Like babies. you? Uh, so dreaming of a baby often represents something new. It might be a new idea, a new project at work, a new development, or the potential for growth in a specific area of our waking life. Okay. Huh. So that's babies. Anything else on the list that uh, intrigue you that I can I can tell you about? Um, I'm kind of curious about the the rooms one, or I don't know how you phrase that exact. Find hidden rooms or yeah, something. Yeah. So finding finding hidden rooms yeah. in a house. Uh, that can symbolize discovering a hidden aspect of the self that had been out of the dreamer's awareness. Hmm. I like I yeah. like that one. Uh, flying relates to how much control we feel we have in our lives and whether we're confident and able to achieve our goals. Okay. Um, going to school, these dreams are more so meant to represent a lesson that needs to be learned. Okay. So, um, what, what, yeah, falling dreams. Number one was falling, uh, falling off something, falling into nothingness, falling forward in slow motion, um, that unsettling, you know, f- feeling and, you know, no, no surprise that uh, falling tends to be related to anxiety. Yeah. And, and uh, say it, qualify it again. I mean, are these people have these, the, the, this is, these are the most common and, and so therefore, okay. yeah. So common common symbols and themes that we all experience, yeah. uh, and and how they how if you know what they mean, they can help you get to the root of problems and worries in your real life yeah. decisions and that kind of thing. Uh, so it's 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 um, as we'll kind of talk about, you know, dreams are your the work of your subconscious, and so uh, again, your brain's always working, waking or sleeping, and especially in in the dream state, you're you're your body, your brain is trying to work through the things that have happened to you uh, either d- during the day or, um, you know, in the past. Okay. So um, death is a big one. Um, usually a big nightmare. You wake up, you're feeling crappy. You know, you saw you either experienced your own death in your dream or the death of a loved one. Um, and it, it, so it's, you know, you perceive it to be negative, but it's, at least according to this uh, psychologist, it's related to dramatic change happening in your life. Mm. Uh, the end of something in order to make room for something new. So there may be something, you know, you're starting, starting a new job, you're going through a breakup, something's going on. Um, and, uh, and you dream about death. So what's, so I'm thinking about all of them, obviously I don't have the list in, in front of me, but so like that one right there is not about, actual death it's it's these are as you said symbols or representations 
Uh, yeah, I think there's I think there's two kind of comment. There's probably the what people might be thinking is they're having premonitions. Okay. Um, but really, it's it's um, it's your I, I I don't know if it was in one of the podcasts or one of the articles we read, but it was it's like this is your brain's way of talking to you through metaphors and uh, and illustrations um, rather than through words. Yeah. So it's which just is fascinating to me how it how we can again be totally out of control of that process but how creative and wild some of that can be and and if in fact they're right that these dreams actually mean these things like how crazy is that yeah that you know (laughs) you're you're finding a hidden room in a house and it's all about you know something that's been buried in you that you didn't know was there and your brain is trying to bring it up, you know? Yes. So I I want, it makes me wonder though a little bit on because of that, then you don't ever really actually, let's see how to phrase this. Even Um, if I'm dreaming about death, it's never going to be about death or, or can it be, do you you see what I'm even kind of trying to process through? Because if it's, if it's used, if it's utilizing a symbol or a metaphor or analogy or whatever it is, then there've got to be, I'm just using death as, as my example, but there've got to be some times where you wake up and then you go, huh, I wonder if it really was about blank or if it's me, you know, my, my brain trying to help me work through something else related to that. That's that's the right. fascinating part to me is like, where did that come from? Or I'll have a dream and it'll be about a childhood thing, you know, something that would not have entered my mind or hadn't been in my yeah. my, my conscious for decades. And now all of a sudden that pops up as as the symbol. That's fascinating. Because, you know, it, it is kind of one of those things where is it all about interpretation? Can it ever be literal? Yes. Can it yes. ever be that you are you are literally afraid of someone dying and then you dream that very thing could that be your brain being like all right well let's roll with it let's show you what 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 it would feel like or what it would be you know yes um (laughs) exactly you know so so that that's where i'm saying like i take these things with a grain of salt like there could be times when you're obsessing about something and then you, you go to bed and then and then you're still obsessing about it subconsciously yeah um, or, or it could totally not be mean that thing at all. And it, and it could just be, I just ended a relationship or ended a job. And so I dreamt about, you know, somebody dying. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but, um, but those were, I think the most interesting to me, um, you know, that, that I've had, and I think recurring dreams, um, and things that keep coming up, um, Typically, it's because of an unresolved issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either something from childhood that keeps coming back up and showing itself in other ways in your adulthood, or it's something that you just haven't you haven't resolved in your in your waking life yeah. that's just always there under the surface that your brain is like, "Come on, we gotta we gotta get this thing done." Yeah, so yeah. Here we go. You know, and that's I don't know how much you know about um, po- uh, PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder. I mean, that's that's part of the 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 deal with your brain is working through that and you you haven't gotten it out of your brain and so it keeps recurring over and over again so you try to yeah. bring it forward and compartmentalize this is where you do want to actually put it in the compartment so then you can have better control over it rather than relive it over and over and over again right 
Right. Interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. So you had, you had said also, though, that you were going to try to, uh, you know, have a dream journal or monitor a little bit yeah. here as we, before we get into some of the content a little bit. Were, were you able to do that? Did you did you yeah. capture some of these dreams? I mean, how did you go I about did. even doing that? Well, I um, I wrote down four dreams um, that I've had in the last two weeks that were memorable. Okay. Um, I actually remember my dreams every morning. Really? Yep. Um, and, uh, and so I wrote down the ones that, you know, were special for some reason or another. Um, so the first one that I wrote down, I woke up actually in a cold sweat. This was a nightmare. Uh, but, but the actual content of it is ridiculous, of course. It shouldn't, you know, it's one of those things when, whenever I write it down, it's as soon as I start writing, I'm like, this is not scary. Why was I freaking out about this? <laughs> um, th- this one, I, I was um, getting ready for, to preside at a funeral service. And I, I was running kind of late um, and I could see the clock and I had like 20 minutes to get to this to, to begin this service and i could not find nor was i able to put on my gray pants <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't I'd, I'd get to my closet and i they either weren't there or I, it was just so bizarre like i was putting on like i oh there's my gray pants and then i looked down and i'm like no these are brown this doesn't match the rest <laughs> of what I, I need my gray pants and so then i go back and then meanwhile I, I just keep seeing the clock ticking away and i'm getting more and more anxious about the fact that i'm gonna be late if i don't get the freaking gray pants on yeah um, and and eventually i end up um I end up not even able to find my house. I'm like, you know, people who have dreams and I, and remember their dreams know what I'm talking about. You've said that you don't really remember your dreams, but there's this thing like where it's like, okay, cut two. And now I'm at, you know, miles away and I'm totally lost and I'm, and I can, I don't know where I am. And I'm asking some stranger if I could use their cell phone so I could call my wife in order for her to pick me up and drive me to the church. You know, like it just was, so I, I woke up just cold sweat, like, oh my gosh. And it was so, it was so real where, and, and I did actually have a funeral the next day. So, so there was some reality that was connected to it. Some reality there. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was, that was the gray pants dream. Um, <laughs> you know who, do you know who the actor Michael Sarah is? I don't think I do. He's in Superbad. He also plays George Michael on Arrested Development. Okay. I mean, I know of him then now that you said that. So um, he was on the second, this stream, um, and this isn't the same night, but uh, he was the, he was like this mega boss of this elaborate escape plan um, where we were all on this airplane and, um, and we, our job was to make people think that the plane was still flying through the air, but he had been manipulating the uh, cabin pressure so so that it was tricking people. And in fact, the plane was was no was nose diving, um, and it ends up like nose diving into water but there's no explosion or crash or anything but everyone thinks that they're still flying Mm -hmm. 
and then then we're on these like uh, fire escape steps leaving the plane in some kind of Hollywood stage set all around and then all of a sudden there's fire and nothing was getting burned up it was just to like look like there's fire I don't know it's just but I was able to get out unscathed and it was just this it was like a chase but it was like this movie kind of thing too where we were and then there was a heist involved and it was yeah a dream and you had you watched anything like where did he where's the connection with i mean i watch arrested development you know not super frequently but it you know the the show pops up on my netflix because i do watch it you know once every couple of weeks yeah um and so you know he he would have been um part of that part of that yeah um yeah so i don't know i guess i could go back to the common you know themes it talks about forms of transportation the vehicle uh, vehicles in our dreams reflect what direction we feel like our life is taking and how much control we think we have over it so i mean definitely could you know and that's kind of part of that covid you know dreams you're feeling out of control um, yeah so you know yeah, and then um, I ha- I have another, uh, so I have two more, but um, <laughs> the other one, that's, it's really simple. I went to Hawaii, so again with the travel, um, and as soon as I got, as soon as we got to the airport, I realized that I, I forgot to pack any books to read. <laughs> 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 and it was this total nightmare, like, how could I forget books? <laughs> like... What am I going to do in Hawaii? What am I going to do on this <laughs> flight? Like, I'm not going to be able to read a book, and I'm not going to read a book when I get to Hawaii. And I was just, like, so mad and disappointed at myself. So Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I had another weird – another really weird one where um, it was – there was – it was, like, kind of a, a haunted house that I was living in, and I could see – I could see ghosts, and Rebecca couldn't, and I was – I was yeah. talking to ghosts and <laughs> it was, you know, it was like, it wasn't scary. It was just really like interesting. Um, and then it, and then it took, then it took this um, kind of turn and I woke up again in a cold sweat. So there you go. Hey. There you go. There, a little, little insight into uh, Keith's uh, subconscious, everybody. You're welcome. Keith Long's dreams, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hope they don't come true. Yeah. So I, I would like to just interject um, from National Geographic, um, this line right here. Um, lack of dream re- recollection is actually an indication of a healthy sleeper. I'm going to go with Whoa. that. I'm going to go with that for myself here uh, because I struggle with remembering them um and and when i do i mean they are they they seem i don't know if i can label it with with powerful as 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 a descriptor as an adjective of some sort but what they they're shocking and then because of that i do wake up abruptly like you're you've kind of referenced Mm -hmm. there a little bit and then if you don't capture it 
I mean, again, the, these articles and this podcast and whatnot that we've gone through would be, you're not going to remember it. It goes out of your mind yeah. very, very quickly. You forget um, you have 10 minutes. And if you don't remember, if you don't write it down in the first 10 minutes, you lose 90% of the dream. Yes. And it, it's it's interesting about when you're look again, we've talked about sleep before. I'm very fascinated by it. Uh, I've come to realize the importance of it uh, more recently than ever before. And this REM stage, if you will, that the dreams are a part of is is about two hours total of your night. But when you're going through these cycles, it's a pretty quick amount within within those cycles you know sort of like from five to 15 20 minutes max and then you start it all over again right and you, you dream you dream every night and so that's what's interesting when you're able to recollect those pieces would be that would be a dream like you just mentioned yeah. before there but you have more than that probably in just one night's worth well they say you have four to six dreams every night yeah um, and I, and the reason you, you remember them is if you're waking up after REM, um, and then you go back to sleep after that, you're likely to retain it. If you wake up right after REM, you're also more likely to retain it or remember it if it's the more vivid and emotional it is. Okay. Um, and I, and I qualify in both of those. I, I tend to wake up, um, kind of middle of the night. Uh, and, and I'm guessing it's probably shortly after REM because, uh, I don't know, I'm an emotional creature, I think, and have a pretty active imagination. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's kind of what happens to me. They also say that if you sleep later into the morning, you're more likely to have REM sleep. And, uh, and <laughs> let's be honest, I've been able to sleep in a little bit. Here. Yeah, I, <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe it. Everybody kind of has because you don't have that commute and you're not dealing with some of the things that you've had before. Yeah. I mean, just that that amount of time to be able to really get uh, a good night's sleep. Do you did you really like when you saw you say, I mean, it's it's almost cliche, like you wake up in a cold sweat. I mean, is it to the point of like just you were shocked and you got up and then you, there was a little panicky feeling or describe that go back to that a little bit yeah it's it's something is very disturbing in the dream and my my body is responding by yeah. throwing me into you know into a sweat and and it's very possible that it happens at other times and I just keep sleeping and I don't know it true uh but I think for some of these really vivid you know, dreams, uh, that's, that's probably what wakes me up is, is my body temperature. Although part of it, I think too, is, you know, you're really supposed to have a kind of a cool place that you're sleeping. You know, the warmer it is, the more likely that you disrupt your sleep. I mean, you kind of have to yeah. get it to just the right temperature. Like you want to be, you want to feel warm, but not too warm. And so there yeah. were a couple of nights there where it was just like, I was just on fire. Like I still <laughs> had the comforter in and I was just yeah. like, okay, this isn't working for me. So do you, um, do you, do you scream out? Do you talk? Do you, do you know, as, as Rebecca said, I don't, know, I, I, um, she sleeps like a rock. So okay. she, she's not gonna hear unless I'm having a really, really bad one, which I haven't had. I don't, I, I maybe one or two times in our whole, you know, marriage, uh, have I had one where, she, where I've woken her up 
Yeah. She's talked occasionally, uh, but I've, um, you know, it's, it's more just, I, I wake myself up from some kind of feeling that I'm having. Uh, but yeah, so, okay. although I, I have, um, I have, uh, slept walk before when really, um, but this was mostly as a teenager and, and a young adult I've had, I had Greg, I had this one dream when I was in college where I, you know, that we talked about the falling dreams Yeah. where I was having a dream of falling and I actually fell off the top bunk. Oh man. So I was, it was really into that dream and I hurt my back. I yeah, landed, I, that know. is, I mean, not, a, I, I don't think a lot of things scare me, frighten me and uh, is maybe a better way to describe it, but sleepwalkers, that is, that is truly scary yeah. to me yeah. because there's, it's, uh, they're in this deep sleep and they're right. moving around and you don't yeah. want to wake them up and, right. but they could really hurt themselves yeah. and, and do things that would be you know, damaging for, for their lives. So, well, and I'm it, not in the night that it happened, I'm still not entirely sure if I fell. I just remember, I remember waking up, climbing back onto my bed okay. with lower back pain. So, yeah. you know, again, I, I'm pretty sure I did, but, uh, you know, but it didn't, when you fell, it didn't maybe wake you up. I did you, not you wake woke up, up on the, the ground. on the floor. No. Oh man. Not, not to be confused with the hypnic jerk, which right. is the falling that your body, which I do this all the time. Unfortunately, it's not yeah. actually when I'm in bed, it's uh, I'm watching TV and I need to go to bed. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, uh, this is when Carly was at home because she would sit by me on the couch and we'd watch something. I would just it flinch, flail, yep. you know, yep. shake the whole thing. Yep. Um, so not to be confused with that, but no. you, you actually like literally fell and you probably were, you, you slept more. It sounds like through it yeah. and then you woke up enough and then you, you'd, you'd hurt yourself. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, at least I, you know, I woke up and remembered, you know, that this is what happened, but there's some people where that happens and then they have no recollection of it. Yeah. Uh, Again, that is, that's frightening to me. I mean, I, um, I've had that happen where, you know, um, and my, I, my mom would say in the morning, you know, you can't came into my room last night and I had a conversation oh, with you and then you went, oh, you went right back up to bed and, you know, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I don't remember any of that, you know, oh, I don't boy. even remember the dream that I was having. Like, it's just, it's gone. It's yeah. It's, yeah. So uh, shout, shout out to one of my top movies. I know you like it as well. Inception. Yes. I mean, that that's what, you know, things like that we're talking about here. It just, I, I just find that fascinating on yeah. uh, the reality and being awake versus asleep. Or the other thing that as we were preparing for this, I thought about, have you seen, have you seen Flatliners? A uh, long now, time ago. My no, I know yeah. they were, yeah. they were killing themselves. But yeah. when we were talking about this, you know, it, I, it's again, all of this is in your brain. And, mm -hmm. and that's what, where this comes from is that your dreams are, you are actually in a psychotic state. Yeah. And, and the research was looking at your eyes darting back and forth and yeah. your inner ears are, uh, are really active for your, for right. your audio. And I mean, just fascinating, yeah. interesting information. Well, and the thing about Inception, which is kind of like that article I sent you about lucid dreaming, uh, yeah, you know, where it's a learned skill that leads to this uh, ability to 
influence and interact and control your dreams as they occur. Uh, now, I don't know, this author was, I think, maybe not super qualified. It was more, I just thought the the concept was the concept, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound like he really mastered it, but it's it's this, and it makes sense. If you dream about what you think about, then if you think about sleeping and you think about dreaming and you, and you do that enough, you know, his, his, you know, philosophy was then you're basically cueing yourself for recognizing that you're in a dream. So if, if you prompt yourself, you know, five to seven times throughout the day that, um, you know, am I in a dream? Or am I not in a dream? Am I in a dream? Am I not in a dream? If you're asking yourself that throughout the day, then you might be able to, to you know, ask that in your dream. So, right, right. Uh, which, you know, I, I have had a couple of instances where I think I did this uh, in my lifetime where I'm starting to wake up and, and I'm in the dream and then I, and I do. I'm like, this isn't real. Um, in my dream, I'm like, this is not real. This is a dream, but I'm not ready to wake up yet. So I'm just going to see where this goes. And I remember a specific one. It was shortly after my dad died and I was in the car and he was driving. And I remember being like, you died, you know, like you, you died. You're not, you know, and, and he just kind of had this like wink at me and I'm like, we had this huge funeral for you. And how are we gonna, you know, I was all like <laughs> upset about the fact that we had this funeral and then it, and then it dawned on me and I'm like, wait, I'm dreaming. And then, wow. um, and then, but the dream continued and I didn't wake up right away. So it was, it was really, it was, it ended up being a really, really like positive experience. Uh, yeah. So I do think it's not all bull. I do think you might be able to sort of, sort of do this lucid dreaming, but um, I don't know. It's, it's also sounds a little bit inception like too. where it, it would be neat to be able to try to do it, but he, it, it, it seemed pretty simplified yeah, or, right. it, or quick. I guess, I mean, it seemed like he was able to do it in a fairly short amount of time. And I think, to even to the point of back to just trying to record your dreams uh you know you're supposed to have not a lot of bright light but soft light Mm -hmm. wake yourself you know wake yourself up so as you said you can jot it down right away and then go back to sleep and uh, i have too many thoughts my brain gets going if i were to do that I'd, i'd wake up yeah but i do every now and then again a lot of people have experienced some of what you're talking about where you're it, it's reality and yet you've got this dreamlike piece where you've woken up but you're not quite awake or like oh i'm gonna go back and you continue the dream uh-huh. or you you're, you ran to the restroom or whatever in the dream that you went back to, to bed obviously and the dream continued i love it's very rare for me but i love when that happens yeah. so has that ever happened to you, that, you know that, what I'm talking that has about? happened but i can probably count on only one hand how many times it's yeah. happened it's been very rare really limited but again for me it's because i'm tossing and turning yeah but while i'm doing that this this dream is the piece that kind of keeps the night moving forward so i it might be instead of having it would be interesting fascinating to you're supposed to have as you said multiple dreams 
it's instead you have one and it's just the theme of it continues like you were saying i'm i'm over here i'm in a different part yeah, of the world it's like over it here. plays out like a movie where it's yes. like cut yeah, to yes. you know the kitchen scene cut to yes, target exactly. field cut to and it's like totally like not related at all and yet in, when you're dreaming it you're like oh yeah that, that totally makes sense yes <laughs> yes that was one again when you were talking about recording them the one that i had had gotten jotted down or remembered was um my my childhood home and we had a basement and a pretty big bedroom and that's where i had been and then i came out of my room mind you i'm still in the basement but i came out of the room not in the basement but now i'm in this open marketplace <laughs> and they're selling food and i'm like ex- exactly what you just said it's like that's true it makes perfect sense that i would be able to walk out of my bedroom from my house right. and now i'm in another place in this world oh man have you ever and they're and they're full color i, I mean i don't know yeah. if i i that i don't know like i hadn't really thought about that and i i don't remember it in that way i mean do you recognize that they're full color oh full color very vivid uh very oh, yeah it's... man i'm i'm I must be the one that's messed up. <laughs> Why? They're not in color for you? No, I don't know if they, I, I, they're not vivid. They're not that. Well, you know, I, I mean, it is, let's just say this. I don't notice it enough to be like, why was that not in color? You know, like it's. Uh, yeah, that, okay. It, it's not like, oh, oh, I, I see that I'm watching a black and white episode of I Love exactly. Lucy or whatever. Like, okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I. But it's certainly not vivid or lack thereof, or I don't notice it as such, though, I guess, is the interesting part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and it's just know. while, it, I mean, when you say, oh, I had one dream, but I, I think, again, it's the sense of time is what is completely off. And that's where, again, you know, they'll say, you know, REM doesn't last very long. Um, it yeah. feels like all night long for you could have probably maybe been, I don't know, a couple of minutes. Yeah. Well, again, it's five to 20 max within that, that particular cycle. And that's, that's what they say is like a fifth of these different stages. So very limited in that regard. Oh, it's wild. Isn't that, it's, I yeah. mean, that the, the, the brain, cause this is that piece that we know aside from the dreams that you need to do that, but your brain never really yeah. is shutting down and it's kind of rebooting or however you want to think about it. And so now you add this whole, other piece with dreams which makes me think that it's even more active i mean that was the thing too on looking at you know the science and and kind of a more too sciencey if there's such a thing if i can call it that where yeah these are no big deals it's it's your brain's neurons chaotically firing with one another and and when you wake up your conscious brain is trying to find the meaning and all that like that's kind of a boring way to think about things yeah totally well, and- you know, I, I, I'd like to analyze them. I think it's fun to, to think about the, the themes that, that you had mentioned at the very beginning and how, you know, what is going on? Hey, maybe I should pause and think about, yeah, I haven't, I haven't really worked myself through this situation. And I'm seeing that through this theme of, you know, running or whatever it is. Well, they say if, if you do end up keeping a, a dream journal to uh, on the left side of the journal, you're going to write what happened during your day. And then you're going to go to bed and then in the morning you're going to write on the right side opposite of what happened the day before your dream. Yeah. And that's how they say, you you know, if once you start kind of maybe picking up 
some themes and symbols and stuff that you can be like, oh, this is my my subconscious is working through this this thing. Um, but again, it depends on how detailed you are. I mean, are you writing down just what happened or are you writing down your feelings too? My guess would be the true the more feelings you're processing would be the better off. Uh, yeah. But these, you know, these pandemic I, dreams that uh, people have been reporting, it's just anxiety is off the charts. Uh, we're all feeling out of control. And of course, your your brain wants to get you in control. They want you to figure out how to, you know, and, and it's just you're you're kind of um, on a vicious cycle uh, and, yeah. and that, you know, you are what you think. And when we are trapped inside and we don't have that stimuli like we normally do when we're out and about it, you know, your brain is like having to pull from all these different past experiences to, to give to, you know, to start trying, it's like the brain like is addicted to work is kind of what it sounds like. Like the brain has to be working on something uh, mm. and, and working through something and, and if and if you're in a holding pattern and there's not enough material for it to work with, it's going to pull from somewhere. And chances sure. are it's going to pull something that's unresolved and then that's going to be disturbing. Yeah, no, that's very well said. And that's exactly probably right, especially in, you know, this current situation where we're, it is unresolved. None of, we have no control mm-hmm. over it. And so it, it's it is your brain subconsciously and because of the consciously is, is trying to get some control over it the best that you possibly can. And, and man, some restless nights still probably oh, ahead. Totally. Totally. And I mean, yeah. I mean, one of my most common reoccurring nightmares is watching a plane go down and, mm. and not having ability to do anything about it, but just, you know, watch it go down oh. and it's just it's totally yeah. helpless feeling. And I've had that dream a dozen times at least uh, oh, but not a... recently although that that michael sarah dream was pretty doggone close to that uh but uh <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of a twist <laughs> <laughs> well well there you go again in the mind of keith yeah, long in the mind of keith long yeah uh well fodderheads we we hope that you can get some uh have some restful, not restless nights. Get some good um, sleep. Uh, regularity is crucial. Stick to a, a same bedtime, same rise time. Avoid alcohol at night. That will block your uh, quality sleep. Uh, potentially yep. uh, leave clock faces and phone out of the bedroom. And uh, consider taking a hot shower, hot bath before bed because uh, you need to drop that body temp uh, and that's uh, part of what, what uh, you raise it up and then you go to bed and then it starts to come down and then that's gives you a restful sleep. So um, good advice. Some dreaming. Yeah. Very good advice. So that's another episode here of Godfather. We appreciate your ears. We would love for you to continue to come back and spend some quality time with us. We have our artwork has been designed by Chuck Bennis. Our theme music is from The Godfather, composed by Nino Roto, with today's outro music being performed by Van Halen. We 
will try to not be consistently inconsistent, but try to get back into a pattern here where we can ask more questions, explore further connections, and we will share our reflections to add a little value to your lives. Thanks for listening.